the footsteps of Jesus from down under. This is Nick Kurita, your host. Welcome to the program. I'm very happy to be with you again and uh, I'm very excited today to have with me a guest which you'll learn lots of things from him in the next few minutes. Please stay with us, don't go anywhere. This will be a very interesting program. I've got with me today Tim Hopkins. Now, I just met Tim a few days ago, to say so, uh, just uh, bumping into a bunch of young people. There was a function, a program into the church, and I saw a group of young people, and I was wondering, where are these guys coming from? And I just learned that they are from Melbourne, here in Adelaide, South Australia, doing some great work for God, walking in the footsteps of Jesus. And I thought... I must have uh, some of these guys uh, with us sharing their um, experiences with God. Tim, welcome to the program. Thank you, Nick. It's great to be here. I'm very happy to have you here, and I know that you have a very uh, busy schedule, and uh, I just grabbed you coming from the airport, picking up some people to um, complete your team for the work you do in uh, South Australia, particularly you are now in Kadena. Mm -hmm. That's great. Tim, uh, we'll uh, come to know a bit more and learn more uh, about this ministry. But before that, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, I would like uh, you to share with us a bit of your background sure. and maybe a bit of your walk with Jesus, you, sure. your personal experience. Yeah, definitely. No, it's, um, it's always a blessing to be able to share about what um, Christ has done in each one of our lives and brought us to where we are today. Yeah, I was brought up, um, starting off, I was brought up in... A Christian home, which I'm very blessed and happy for that. Um, loving, beautiful family, parents, and um, went to Adventist schools, and and um, it was uh, a really great upbringing. I, I really praise God for it. But it was the Christian experience was was um, nothing. I never rebelled about uh, personally myself, but it was never really real for me. Like I knew, I knew a lot of the stuff. Uh, I knew that it kind of made sense. There's nothing, nothing that really stood out to me that. You know, big questions that I was troubled with or anything, but it just, just never really became real for me. It was just going along with the flow. I went to church just because my friends were there. It was nothing really real, and um, it wasn't until uh, my brother and I. So if I say we, it's because I have an identical twin brother, so I talk in, yeah, both of us together. But uh, yeah, we we finished high school, and which is kind of like a turning point for us. We were just going to stay at home and and do whatever. We wanted we love growing plants as well, but we had this um, next our friend our next door neighbour. She was very keen. She was actually going to this Bible college in Sydney um, for four months, and um, she was very keen for us to come along with her, and we weren't very keen at all. Um, not because we didn't think it'd be a good idea, just because we didn't really have an interest. But uh, it was only four months, and she kept asking and asking and asking. A really good friend, and I, I'm forever grateful for her persistence. And uh, in the end, we eventually had to just say, well, I guess it couldn't be a bad decision, and I guess we'll give it a shot. So we we headed up to Sydney um, at It Is Written Evangelism College. It's it's not running anymore, unfortunately, but it was just four months, just a short little course, um, learning about what we believe uh, from the Bible, ultimately what Christ has done for each one of us, and then having to go oh, with, with, with like-minded people. So there's like 20 more young people from all over Australia with, you know, there for the same reason and then going out twice a week and having to knock on doors and try and get people to 
well, see if people would be interested in, in learning more about this as well. So you, the best way to, to, to remember something when you're being taught something is to go and try and share it. Mm -hmm. And so it was, um, that, that's, that was a life changer for me and my brother. That's where I actually realized the amazing truths of the Bible, that it can be trusted from the prophecies in the Bible, that it's, it's foundational, it's logical, it makes sense. It's not just a made-up theory. And, um, yeah, then sharing it, having that joy of sharing it with others who are thirsting for it and are really, really wanting to know more about it. Uh, that, was, that was a huge blessing for sure. So, yeah, at this Bible college, it was, it was uh, an incredible time. And since then, that's where we were baptized and made some friends that were incredible friends. It's the best way to make friendship in, in ministry. Mm -hmm. And since then, um, we've um, done Bible work at our local church back home and um, had some great experiences, lots of learning experiences through that. And since then, we've been um, slowly but surely coming to realize the, um, the importance that God places on the literature uh, ministry in not only sharing with our voices, but also with the written word. I've read many books. I'm sure we've all read many, many books that have blessed us in many different ways, but especially in a, in a spiritual sense, to draw us closer to God and draw us closer to the Bible and to make us understand the Bible more. So many books in my life have helped me to do that. And just like with any good, good thing in our lives, I believe it's natural for us to want to share with others what's been a blessing to ourselves. You know, I have a little niece and nephew. They're, they're only little uh, five or six, but they have a toy. They, they don't care who you are, what you're doing. They'll run up to you and show you something that they love. You know, look at this, look at this, you know. Yes. I believe it's natural for us to want to do that. Um, unfortunately, our selfish hearts can get in the way of that sometimes, but... I believe God's given us an incredible gift, incredibly good news in this messed up world that we live in, and um, it's only it should be only natural for us to want to share that with others. That's wonderful. Yeah. And what thrills me more than anything, Tim, to see young people in fire Amen. for God to do this, this kind of work. Because today we live in a kind of society when the young people are looking more for other things. How could they please themselves? How could That's they right. be entertained? How could they, you know, have a great life? Right. And most of the times they end up in, in very low stages, you sure. know, like uh, discouraged, depressed and mm -hmm. so on. But when I look at you guys and even look at your faces, you know, you, you radiate that uh, kind of happiness around you. Mm -hmm. And I thought this is something different with these people. I'm, I need to know what they're doing, <laughs> that they, uh, they really uh, show something different. Now, you also, how, how did you start to put together this kind of ministry which you are involved with? Oh, praise God for that, mate. Um, we were involved with the ministry. We, like As I said, when it was a life changer for me. I believe it's for many young people leaving a crucial time when they leave high school. You know, Usually we're deciding our career, what we want to do, if we want to study, if we want to get an apprenticeship or anything like that. I believe it's a very crucial time in, in young people's lives, as it was for me and my brother. That decision after we finished school was the make or break, I believe. I'm sure God could have done it otherwise, but that was the big decision that brought us to where we are today. So I believe many young people in our lives, even in, in Christian upbringing, um, I believe, yes, God does call us to be mechanics, nurses, and all these occupations that we have in our society, but definitely God's calling us to be those that are faithful in those areas and to call us to, to that. But I do believe there's a huge lack in encouraging our young people to give themselves to God in even full-time ministry mm -hmm. and service and mission work. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a huge lack, I believe, and and it's not really the young people's fault. It's real. I don't believe we've given them an op- opportunity to actually even consider that as an option. And not only because even um, the word missionary just has this connotation of you have to go overseas to some far country yes. and do this thing. But I, I believe it's we can be missionaries. God wants us. God's calling us to be missionaries, right? in our own families, in our own communities, in our own country. And that's the way Jesus did it. He, he started in his own, he was, a, he was a missionary, a faithful missionary, in his own family, his own community, his town, and then he went out from there. And so I, I have a passion, as I said, to, to call young people, to give young people an opportunity to taste the joy of service in, in missionary work. As I said, if you'd asked if you'd asked my brother and I that what if we'd be doing what we're doing now when we're back in school, there would have been not a chance. Would have just laughed at you and said, "There's no way I'll be doing that a few years a few years down the track." But um, God God has incredible plans for our lives, and if we're just willing to to let self go and um, just trust Him with with His plan, He knows what's going to bring us the most fulfillment and, mm. ha- and true happiness. Mm. And so, um, yeah, it's it's the young people, I believe. Getting young people involved, so we, we have a have a passion for training. So there was this ministry that we heard about called Eastwood Mission Missionary College. It's now Eastwood Missions. We have a passion, and definitely one day have a, a training school, have different trades and occupations to, to train young people. But the focus them is the missionary training them to learn the Bible, to learn practical missionary skills to go out and. To do mission work, to, to, to follow after Jesus. That's great, because yeah. as you said, the uh, occupations are great and needed. That's right. And um, looking back to in Jesus' time, when uh, those people, they have some uh, occupations themselves, yep. you know, but they put aside and they haven't lacked anything, you That's know. It. I mean, That's Jesus right. took care of uh, everything and amazing. They wouldn't turn their lives back again That's for Yep. the whole world you yeah. know for the whole world they actually they were very keen to follow mm-hmm. Jesus yep. and you make a point very important point there in these days we live in mm. the greatest need for humanity mm. is to know God and to acknowledge that we are here not just out of nothing sure. we are here with a purpose <laughs> yeah. and I can see that you being um, driven by that understanding sure when God called you to to follow him. Yeah. Now, you have uh, people of uh, various backgrounds, mm-hmm. uh, younger, and, sure. you know, what what, what sort of range sure. do you really uh, uh, accommodate? Definitely. Well, b- since getting involved with this ministry, um, we've focused much more on um, doing camps and programs in different, different a- areas of, of the country to um, try and... Um, I believe camps is just a short, you know, it's not a whole course. It's not a, so daunting as a whole course or a six-month course or any year-long course. It's just a camp or a program for young people to come along and um, experience just um, to gain closer friends and to learn more about, about obviously, our, our God. And so it's through these camps and programs that we've run in the last few years now, we've been able to, yeah, see many people come along from all over the country and uh, truly, it's been amazing just to see the, the, the blessing that each each one of these young people have gained. Um, it's it's a blessing. It's a, it's a high privilege to be able to put on these camps and programs. A lot of people. Uh, so just to mention a couple of the camps that we that we do run is obviously the one I'm mo- mostly involved in is our canvassing. So literature work, door to door sales of books um, and DVDs that talk about the Bible, health, and um, 
being a blessing in the community with those things. And I definitely have a, uh, a passion with, with that work and above above anything else. I believe that's what God's called myself and, and my brother to. And it's I can tell you it's it's one of the most rewarding works out there. Wonderful. Um, and Tim, uh, we'll just like to take a break right yeah. now. And also a bit of a surprise, I would like to play a song in this break, a song which you put together yeah. with your team. Yep. Uh, you are not only um, canvassing and selling books, but you are also s- singers. Yes. I will be very um, happy to hear uh, that song. Sure. Please stay with us. Don't go anywhere. This is in the footsteps of Jesus from Down Under. We'll be back after this break. In the dark of the midnight Have I opted my face While the storm howls above me And there's no hiding place Mid the crash of the thunder Precious Lord, hear my cry Keep me safe till the storm passes by Till the storm passes over Till the thunder sounds no more Till the clouds roll forever From the sky Hold me fast Let me stand in the hollow of thine hand Keep me safe till the storm passes by Many times Satan whispers There is no need to try For there's no There's no hope by and by But I know Thou art with me And tomorrow I'll rise Where the storms never darken the sky Till the storm passes over Till the thunder sounds no more Till the clouds roll forever From the sky Hold me fast Let me stand in the hollow of thy hand Keep me safe till the storm passes by storms come no more. Let me stand in thy presence on that bright peaceful shore. In that land where the tempest never comes, Lord, may I dwell with thee when the storm passes by. 
Till the storm passes over, till the thunder sounds no more, till the clouds roll forever from the sky. Hold me fast, let me stand in the hollow of thy hand. Keep me safe till the storm passes by. Keep me safe till the storm passes Welcome back. That was a wonderful song and I will uh, let Tim uh, just talk a bit uh, about that song because uh, uh, it was put together by himself and uh, his team. Sure. How is called that song, Tim? That song's called um, Till the Storm Passes By and uh, it's a very um, very meaningful song to us. It's, uh, yeah, as I said, we love singing. Me and my brother love singing and then getting with two of our other friends and uh, singing the a cappella quartet. It's, um, I love it. It's a huge blessing and we just put some recordings together so that was one of them and um, that song over the years has been like our signature song pretty much. We've, we've sung it in many places and um, yeah, just incredible words that um, even in the midst of storms, trials in our lives, we're in the hollow of God's hand. Nothing can, can take us away from Him and being, having that assurance and that peace that it passes all understanding that He's with us. That's great. Yeah. Tim, uh, just uh, time is going very fast, sure. but in the next uh, 10 minutes or so, yeah. I would like you to just share with us uh, as much as possible uh, about this ministry and some of the experiences which you, you have. Definitely. Give us also some details about uh, your, min- uh, your sure. website and yep. so on, that people may come uh, and visit sure. the website and learn more about you. Definitely. Yeah, if anyone's keen to, in, uh, um, to look up more about what we're doing, we have a great website called Eastward, so that's the direction, so E-E-A-S-T-W-A-R-D, the direction eastward, dot E-D-U dot A-U. And there you'll be able to find all the different programs and camps that we're running yeah, we've got a great um, YouTube channel as well. If you want to check out, as I said, one of our camps that we run is a music camp every uh, winter time in July. And um, we had our largest one just a few months ago with about 50 or more young people coming and learning and practicing beautiful music together and then going out into nature and playing that in, in beautiful areas and um, recording it, putting a beautiful video and video clips together. So go, go on YouTube and put in Eastwood TV, Eastwood Missions, and it'll come up with, with all the different videos over the years and also some videos of our canvassing programs that we've run and different mission trips that we've been on. So definitely encourage people to go on that and, and check it out. And, yeah, that, that'll be the best best way you can find out um, hands-on what we're doing. As I said before, it's, it's uh, our next thing that is coming up. Eastwood is involved. Definitely we have a property in um, Rollins Plains in Port Macquarie doing a great job there, family who, who lives on the property are doing a great job with uh, agricultural ministry um, and going to markets and sh- being able to provide healthy, organic, beautiful food. And so that's a, definitely, us. I think, a, a great uh, area that God is um, wanting us to excel in. And um, we actually have a conference coming up in uh, the first um, weekend of December up in um, northern New South Wales. So go online and check out all the details about that. There'll be 
international speakers coming talk about agriculture, all the different aspects. If you're uh, very educated in that or you're not at all, just come along. It's going to be a great experience. Um, but the one after the next thing after that is our end of year canvassing program, which is definitely um, uh, the last few years. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Last year we we're in Perth, and we had an incredible pro- program over there. We had about twenty to thirty young people every day going out for five weeks, sharing beautiful books in the community. It was very full on, and but God bless in amazing ways. And to have that many young people doing that work is is just incredible, and it's. Um, very encouraging to see and uh, as i said i you know that was just in one city of australia we'd love it to be all over this this country and all over the world with with young people going out and doing this work that not only blesses the community and individuals in such an amazing way but it more than what we can even think it blesses ourselves you know the bible says that it's more blessed to give than to receive mm-hmm. and um that our our lives are changed by this by doing this work by by um yeah, as you said, following in the footsteps of Christ. Um, he was he was a man. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 56 that he was a man um, despised and rejected by man, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Mm-hmm. He knew what it was to be shut down, mm-hmm. to have people reject him. And going door to door, you get a lot of rejections, <laughs> I can guarantee. And a lot of angry people, a lot of um, people that don't want you there, and that's fine. You know, We don't know what they're personally going through. <laughs> but... God blesses with some beautiful experiences, and there's many people out there that are just so, so grateful that you've come and knocked on their door. And that's what makes it all worthwhile. Mm. When you get that one person that is so thankful, they appreciate what you're doing so much, you've been able to pray with them and encourage them and leave them with a book or something um, that they can read and draw closer to Jesus, have a closer walk with Jesus, um, there's nothing that beats that. And um, yeah. And as the Bible says, you know, the heaven is rejoicing uh-huh. for one more That's it. soul, That's you know, it. to learn and to know more about God. Definitely. And so, as I said, as I, I believe, how often do you get young people actually coming to your door and knocking on your door? It's it's not very often. Mm-hmm. Most most of the time it's Jehovah's Witnesses and, and that's fine. But to get a young person coming on your door, uh, I believe people are kind of open to that. And I, I believe our young people have a, um, such an opportunity there. Um, to make them, you know, to give the best of them to the master in their youth. As I said, it's it's been a huge blessing to encourage young people and to see it grow. God's blessed, keeps blessing and blessing to see more young people get involved. And what's been just really quickly when we run our music camps and another camp called Dezozo Camp at the start of the year in Western Australia and New South Wales. The Dezozo Camp is a Greek word for. Um, holistic healing when jesus came he healed people physically and spiritually mm-hmm. and so we it, the camp is focused on doing community outreach helping people mowing the lawns whatever we can do just to help people that are in need that really need some help and the other um so it's help work and also canvassing um books and so you know i grew up going to youth camps where it was all about having fun which is nothing wrong about having fun but it was not nothing lasting. Like we would go skiing or do this or that. It was all about just you know making the moment, most of the moment, just in having fun. And I was blessed by that. And it was usually just a small part of the evening was just something focused on on spiritual things. And definitely I was blessed by that. But I believe it. God's calling us to something better. And and I've seen in these camps something better for young people to be able to come and not actually just be served themselves, but to actually serve others, and for them to once again get a taste of the true. Um, privilege and the satisfaction that comes from serving others. 
And that's interesting because when you serve others or building up mm-hmm. other people, you're building up yourself. That's right. And you don't miss out of that, uh, you know, um, fun and yep. uh, excitement, right. which is sometimes young people particularly, but not only. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are just focusing on oh, how can I get to have a bit of joy or that's things it. like that. And you ended up having that joy for a short period of time, as you just said, maybe mm-hmm. over a uh, day or two yep. going yep. somewhere. Mm-hmm. But after that, it's just, uh, you know... Uh, so Lasting, not yeah. yeah, not lasting, but serving God. Actually, mm. this is something which you come back again and remember. Man, what uh-huh. a great experience that was! Amen. That's great. So Would you be able to share maybe with us a couple of stories? Um, yeah, as I said, there's, there's many testimonies to share, and I believe literature evangelists. Uh, when we get door to door sharing books with people, I've met. You know, I've done this for four, five, six, seven years now, and um, on and off, and I met thousands of people. You know, thousands of people I've never even even can remember, but. It's such a blessing to know that just a simple seed, you know, what we do is just so small in, in comparison to what God can do with that small thing that we do. God's just wanting young people, He's wanting us to, to plant the seeds. It's, it's something, something insignificant but really so important at the same time. Once those seeds are planted, He can bless, His Holy Spirit can move on people's hearts and do the rest of the work. And I'm looking forward more than anything else to get to heaven and see, see the story and meeting people that I've forgotten totally about. And I believe literature evangelists, canvases are going to be the most happiest people in heaven because mm-hmm. we on earth we don't generally get to see many fruits of our labor. But I believe in heaven we're going to be able to see all the fruits all at once and it's going to be pretty overwhelming. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, one experience that stands out is just uh, even just last week met this uh, lady, she uh, came to the door and many people we meet obviously are atheists and that's fine you know we're not, we're not we don't come to the door trying to force anything on anyone not at all that's not god's character we're simply there to simply share and give people an opportunity to hear that's all it is that, that that's all god calls us to do and so um this lady she came out and it was pretty pretty straight out showed her the healthy cookbook and then we try and get on to a spiritual conversation and um she says she doesn't believe in god and obviously has a, a wall up there to anything perceives there's a god and that those who do believe in a God obviously have that as a some type of thing to make them feel good and, and get them through life. And so we had a, a lot of people can say that but are not open to have a chat about it. And it's not an argument. I tell people it's nothing wrong with having a friendly chat and discussion about the, these these things. And this lady was open to it. So um, she would give a few a few things, points and then I would share. And by God's grace, I, I do believe I was able to just share and encourage with her some some things to think about that, definitely does prove that there is a loving God out there. Most people I find when I do this work and meet people who are opposed to to there being a God generally is the case is because something bad has happened in their life and they cannot fathom why such a loving God could let such a bad thing happen, which is a very good question. It's mm-hmm. the biggest question we get out there. If God's so loving, so caring, why does he let bad stuff happen, even to good people? And so I've, I've had to ask that question myself. And it's a very good question. It demands a very good answer. And I do believe there's very good answers for that question. Mm-hmm. And um, as as long as we're willing, and 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 I, re- I ask people, if you could find good answers to your questions, would you be interested in taking a look? And that that is a um, very crucial question because lots of people can have questions and just say and use it as excuses. But if they really have questions and they really want to know, God wants us to be true seekers after Him. Um, and Jeremiah says, if you search for me and seek for me with all your heart, you will find me. God's not wanting to hide from us. Mm-hmm. He's wanting to be found by us, and he wants to be our best friend. And so, But we, we just have to be sincere about it, purposeful. So I talked to this lady, 
gave her a few point um, experiences of how I know God to be real in my life, even through creation, the beauty of creation and nature. It just speaks of, of there being a God, a loving God. And talked about a lot, a lot of other things, and ultimately what Christ has done for each one of us, that he died for our sins, that God, even though I believe God's the most powerful being in all the universe, he lets you and he lets me choose what we want to do. That's free choice. We, it's a, such a, a special gift that he's given us, and yet he, even though he wants us to, to come to him, he lets us choose, and he's a gentleman, and, and he respects our decision, but he's longing that not any should perish. So I told, just went through the, a lot of people never even heard the simple plan of salvation. Mm-hmm. Very simple. And just to lay it out there and just to see the change in this lady was really a huge blessing. And I was able to leave her with the book, The Great Controversy, mm-hmm. which is uh, a life changer for me. It was one of the most influential books for me that led me to be able to trust the Bible more, see what it says about the days we're living in. Yeah, that, that was a life changer for me. So that book, I believe, will help her. And um, we left on a very good note. She was very thankful for thankful that we came around and never know what, what what's going what's going to happen down down the track so that's great uh, and Tim I was um, uh, looking forward for another story but the time is not with us today <laughs> right, and it's it going so fast but you're coming back in Adelaide I that's heard right. about that uh, somewhere uh, in December yes December 19 and yes. we'll be very happy to have you coming sure. again to share with us and bring your team you know yes. to share a few more stories we will dedicate a, a program or even maybe two programs <laughs> just to to include some of those uh, wonderful stories what I learned also from this is that when you go to the door and you open the Bible with people the powerful message of the Bible will speak to to those people. You know, we don't need to convince people. We just need to share, as, you, right. as you just yeah, said. Sure. You know, and the decision yeah. will be taken by each, right. each individual. Yeah, get people thinking. A yes. lot of people, you know, we live in a society that just, we have it all. You know, we have our jobs, we have our cars, we got everything. We don't need God. Yeah. But, you know, when, when something big happens in people's lives and just trying to help people think about eternal things, the big picture of things, and um, give them some solid answers. Christianity is a is a, a religion that makes sense. It's a, and it's a hopeful, hopeful message. That's that's what I love sharing. So yeah, as we said, we're coming back in December. I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be a lookout for the details on the website. If any young person or anyone wants to be involved in this program of um, training, uh, learning how to canvas door to door with an awesome group of young people from all over the country and even interstate. Um, um, yeah, cu- uh, check out the web- website, the details, and um, can you just say it again? The yeah, web- Eastwood. Website? So www.eastwood e a s t w a r d dot e d u dot a u, and you'll be able to check it out all on there. I really just praise God for His blessing in, in the ministry. It's nothing of ourselves; it's only pure for, from His His blessing. And um, we really appreciate your prayers and support in any way. Just your prayers would be much appreciated to to see more young people catch a vision to, to work for God and to give their lives for Him and, and experience the joy of service. Amen. Yeah. Tim, thank you very much for uh, taking a bit of time yeah. to share with us. May God bless you. Bless you guys out there in the in this world where people are looking for different things, but you purposely, intentionally choose to share with people and help people around. Mm-hmm. May God bless you, be with you, and have great experiences with God and share with us uh, those experiences. Until next time, I wish you all the best until I will see you again. And to our listeners, uh, may God bless you and Please don't forget, keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus. Amen.